0: Hey, friends, on today's episode of the Member Berries podcast, I had the treat of recording in the Triumph Motorcycles America studio with Lance Jones, who will be hosting the For the Ride podcast by Triumph. Chat about a a variety of topics, meant to talk about puppies all day, but uh, quickly migrated into other things, including fighting. It was a fun chat, so take a listen and enjoy. Thanks. All right. Well, Lance, we are officially recording for the member berries podcast. This is the third episode or what will be the third episode. And, um, for those of of you that have been following along, which really should only be my wife and I, I don't expect anybody else to ever hear one of these. Um, we are, this is a test podcast as a practice for the triumph for the ride podcast. Okay, makes uh, sense. And I would call this uh, maybe a, a final dress rehearsal, since we now have Lance in the studio.
1: Oh my gosh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> there's uh, there, there's so much to live up to. This is episode three. Um, can we test something? Am I? Can, yeah. See, can you? Th- this is all live. <clears throat> live. So I'm
0: I'm recording for the sake of testing. And actually, did you hear that one? Yes,
1: I did. <laughs> Sounded That's going like to be a... a giant with his
0: hand on the top of our petri dish. So we're gonna have to be careful to, is there a way to not lower do things
1: like that. To lower my mic a little bit? Yeah. Can okay. you still hear me
0: now? I can still hear you.
1: Hello? Hello? Oh, that's kinda loud. So you're that's getting really real low. quiet there. It's yeah. Quiet. I'll turn you is, back up. Is this better? Can you hear me now? I that's can good hear you great. Yep. Good. <laughs> I can hear you great. Yeah, no, I I uh it just sounded like too much of me. A little booming. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Which is why like now I understand why rappers are like, "Yo, turn me up in my headphones." Like, what does that mean? Oh, that's what it means. That's how anti-rapper I am. I said, "Can you turn
0: my headphone down?" Is uh, the headphone volume good too?
1: Yes, it is. It's not too loud. Yeah, I don't think it's too loud. Yeah,
0: it's okay. Yeah. I mean, so this really records everything. One of the things it records is just weird, um, like mouth noises. So if you, right? <laughs> um, it's good for a person like me. I make a lot of micro expressions <laughs> and, uh, and I don't speak, I don't project, uh, mm-hmm. as they would say in acting.
1: Um, well, yeah, a good thing to do with that. At least if you're stuck behind the mic, understandably trying to be directional, like one thing that they used to, to teach and one of the things that he's doing in a former life, it's like they say calm everything down and try and put all of your, your passion, all of your, your feeling, all of your heart that goes right through your mouth. And like everything else is completely stock still, but everything you're trying to let go of just goes through your mouth. So you're projecting as you can imagine people are on stage and they're trying to, and just all comes through the mouth. Um, and similarly when you're on, you know, when you're on a big screen or a small screen mm-hmm. and your frame is of your entire face, like think about your face on like a 60 inch television or like a big movie theater, movie screen, everything you do with your face is going to be magnified times a million. So when you see people acting and they look like this and they're just speaking and all they're doing is moving their mouth. Like if you really look at it, it looks weird, but that's because every movement they do will be
0: like Wah! everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. All no, that's the interesting. I wonder if I've just spent too much time like wilding out with in my body. And I, no, yeah. you're just in the real world. That's
1: all. I mean, yeah, it'd be really weird if the first time I bet you, you stuck a hand out and you were like, you know, for those of you who aren't listening to this, I'm sticking out my hand and I'm, you know, just picture you talking to someone and all they're doing is moving their, their mouth. Their and mouth they're on, not, they're right. not moving their body. They're yeah, just like a robot. Connected. It's like data from what is that? Star Trek where the guy's like, I'm a robot and I'm
0: just not moving
1: because I'm a robot like that. That's what they say when you're on screen.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: Not Jim Carrey though.
0: No, he can move yeah, <laughs> every single muscle of his mind. But he practiced uh like hours and hours in the mirror. Yeah. Um so my my dad was a photographer. Uh and he taught me like he encouraged me to do that a little bit when I was young, I had aspirations of being a model. Mm. Um <laughs> you got the air for it. Yeah. look at you. It's like you're flipping it
1: around over there, in the corner of my uh, eye. Just mm.
0: it's so hard not to do. <laughs> I don't know how long it's going to last. Mr. Pert
1: Plus over there.
0: Yeah, it's going to get pretty warm here in Georgia sometime soon.
1: Mm. Sometime. It was like uh, 40 the other day. What
0: the hell? I know. But, but Wednesday, uh, starting Wednesday, 89 for the for foreseeable forecast.
1: Nice. Oh. Nice. So Pops was a photographer.
0: Yeah, he was. He um, had a big photo studio in Milwaukee and then eventually in Chicago. So spent a lot of time there. Um uh, both sides of the camera. So no. I learned some of the tricks of the trade, uh, behind the camera, but you know, had aspirations of being in front of it too. So uh-huh. I was like, well, go, go play in the mirror, pra- <laughs> practice your faces. Um, it- as a result, I'd like probably worked on my smile more than anything else. <laughs> not, no Jim Carrey stuff, and but how how at least I have a decent smile at this point. I don't know, like 14, 15, 14
1: right? year old, you no. teenage, you already probably, either low key or a hundred percent full of yourself in the mirror, just, just <laughs> cheesing. well,
0: I mean, the good thing was <laughs> it had a benefit that, um, it didn't really think of at the time. Like I, I started doing that just for, you know, to, to try have a good smile in front of the camera, but mm-hmm. uh, at the same time, people always thought I was really mean. I think I never smiled. Now i like maybe it's directly related, maybe no correlation at all. But Mm. like I smile all the time now. It's kinda just my go to expression. Um, you know, it's my like awkward expression, it's my hi, nice to meet you expression. Um disarming people before you go in for the kill. Usually you get a smile (laughs) from me even if I am gonna stab you in the face. But um I don't know. Uh didn't used to do that. Like just Probably have uh, apparently scowled all day because uh, <laughs> I was have the same thoughts. But uh, so
1: would you characterize yourself as having a resting bitch face?
0: Twelve um, year old me, yeah.
1: Twelve year old you, yeah. Trying to be a little badass over there,
0: yeah. Mm. Uh, and, so I don't know. I mean, I I don't spend my days looking in front of a mirror. So you tell me, what uh, do, do I generally like <laughs> focused in on the laptop? Am I smiling? focused? <laughs>
1: No, you know, you'll, you'll lean in and just, uh, depending, you know, depending on where you might be working, if you're at your desk, you'll lean in kind of like, you know, kind of like lean in really a little bit like this. And then you'll be like for a while, just kind of squinting and looking over at the can all of a sudden you might look over at us to make sure we're still working, you know, (laughs) just look back at the, look back at the laptop. Yeah, no, there's no, uh. You know, there's no evilness that shoots right. from your expression when you're over there lording over your fiefdom. <laughs>
0: well, this is, uh, I mean, so I've, I've had this discussion with, uh, with Pamela a few times where if I'm like, have something that I'm like, something really intense that my mind is on, um, she always asks me what's wrong mm. and I'm like, nothing. This is just my focus face. Like <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it generally it's, it, like nothing wrong, but I think my, my focus look probably looks off, is maybe the pissed off look. Well, would it be
1: weirder though, if you were just standing off, like just standing somewhere in your house, like smiling like an idiot, just looking into the distance, just like, you know, like maniacally just looking, like I would be more worried about that than if someone was just, you know, brooding kind of just, you know, pondering things. You know, it's like Joker versus right. you know, I don't know, it's got a Batman you know, Batman's over there brooding, Joker's over there laughing at absolutely nothing, you're like, what the
0: fuck? What did, uh... <laughs> What did the brain do from Pinky and the Brain?
1: Oh, boy. I feel like the brain may have, like, did some sort of cliche rubbing the goatee that he doesn't have with an eyebrow up. And, you know, and then he has it and his finger goes up in the air. And he's like, I think I've I think I've think cracked it. Or whatever the hell he says.
0: Because yeah, when I think of taking over the world, it's usually a happy thought. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> not, very nice. Not maniacal It's very
1: it's nice. <laughs> nice. You don't think about annihilating humankind. Oh. So you get to the top. It's like, well, yeah, you're done. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know. It's, uh... Now I'm regretting actually not having a glass of water after eating that big bag of uh, of pretzels. Note to self. Keep water on hand. Keep water, especially after eating a bag of pretzels.
0: Actually, this is weird. This is my first podcast where it's just been water in there. Huh? Right? <laughs> <laughs> what time is it? I know. Let's go to that other podcast. It's getting close. Like, yeah. three o'clock, right? Uh-oh. But it, it is a little weird. It just, um... You know, it was usually the first drink, but it, mm. it just kind of went hand in hand with having a, a good casual conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm.
1: See, now, even though the, uh, the crazy Canadian maple syrup whiskey isn't at my desk, I'm kind of wishing that it was. Oh, yeah, damn it.
0: We have a coffee maker right over there. Come on. Would have been the perfect combo. <sighs> what
1: do I say? Thinking. Note to
0: uh, future selves,
1: make sure you ply the podcasting people with alcohol. And or hard drugs.
0: Yep. <laughs> well, and maybe we can uh, just schedule these appropriately. Yeah.
1: You know, we'll start at it just for official time at 4.59. There we go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this one brought to you by the actually, local package Pam, store.
0: Actually, the last one, Pam and I, uh, I was going to say filmed, but no, I mean, there's no video, so recorded. Um, I just cracked uh, a can, and you could hear perfectly the... Ch- all right, we'll have to do some testing with that. Yeah, just, <laughs> so these mics are great. Yeah, they're really good. Really good. We'll see how um, how phones work. There's this nifty tool here. Mm-hmm. Um, we can actually bring somebody in on Bluetooth. Really? Yeah. Oh. So that'll work, I- I'm guessing, better than trying to hardjack a phone into this. <laughs> as long as they have good service, should be Bluetooth connected uh, and perfect y- on
1: our end. You know, if you want to hardjack anything, go right ahead, man. It's a free country. All right. Good, good. <laughs> Keep that in mind.
0: Won't Ooh. do it here. Wait, so how does, how does that
1: Bluetooth, like if somebody calls, I don't get it. Like you say you can record from a phone if you connect yeah. the phone to the to the thing. So,
0: so you would call our guest.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, your phone would already be connected to Bluetooth to the device. Ah, I see, I and see. And it would pull in the conversation. Oh, that's cool. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, then maybe, so that may, might solve an issue because I think Kyle is slightly reticent to come into the office um at least right now yeah so maybe that's
0: a good good compromise sorry to sorry to hear but i have to be understanding yeah yeah if you only knew all the places i've been recently
1: <laughs> well, i get have uh i get a thought of fight club with our boy brad pitt on top of our guy you don't know where i've been <laughs> you don't know where i've been <laughs> on new meeting now
0: Mm-hmm, sure does.
1: You know, back then it was like i was like Ugh. oh <laughs> no idea speaking um, of which what's your do- what's your dog's name again would you would you would you end up naming it
0: yeah so we went with maple maple yeah
1: mm-hmm. but
0: after a uh, heavy debate with a three-year-old we landed on maple what was the three-year-old's uh intent maple
1: oh okay What well, that was the it one it was
0: uh well what about this no Mabel. What about this? No, I don't want two dogs. Just Mabel. Oh, so what was, what was the, what were what um, was the adult top two? Well, uh, so this is very adult. Uh, my <clears> idea was, um, a, a very adult idea for our new Dalmatian. Um, so I wanted to go with Tina. Did oh, yeah, I talk to you a little bit about this? <laughs> yeah. He did. Uh, uh, Tina for Tina Turner. And Robin for Robin Givens. Uh, so obviously you know, Tina, famous for being with Ike, and Robin maybe a little less famous to people these days, but uh, was the unfortunate recipient of uh, abuse from Mike Tyson.
1: Terrible, absolutely um, terrible, ter- and, and terrifying, abs- terrifying, absolutely I mean. <laughs> terrifying, and absolutely stuff that would get us banned from
0: the Triumph Podcast. Right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, oh, uh, Robin. What did you do to deserve that other than being you?
0: Oh, man. All right. I'm glad you got away. Yeah, um,
1: absolutely. I'm glad Mike straightened up.
0: Glad you did some time. Reflected a lot. Yes. It worked.
1: Although that's not why he actually went to prison. That's my understanding. Do you know why?
0: Was it somebody else? No. Uh, I don't remember. I she thought went it was to, her. He
1: went to prison for rape. And he went to prison rape for, of her, though, for of forced cunnilingus. Of her? On her, yes. yeah. Okay. I think it was her. Was it her? Okay. Yeah, yeah was her. And they were married. Yeah, but we, just, you can. Yeah, you absolutely can. Yep. Yeah, was just, we are cavemen. Come <laughs> no. on, yeah. Uh, yes, of course, honey. Or no, honey. Uh, okay, no, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Not a,
0: If it was, of course, honey, you'd it, be yeah, good to go. If you could. Yeah.
1: If you just in a blind berserker rage. Pretty much. That was Mike and his hole from you know. <laughs> so what made him the best. Birth until thirty-five. <laughs>
0: um. So, speaking of Mike. Um. Very cool. I watched live sports over the weekend. UFC came back.
1: Yeah, that's right. I uh, I saw some highlights of that. And I, uh, what's his face? Who's the dude? Sahudo? Uh, Sahuda?
0: Yeah, Henry. He, uh, retiring gone. cat. Yeah, he's gone. He I was retired. a fan of his. Yeah. He's pretty good. He's very good. Um, I don't think he'll be missed. Cause no. Sadly, didn't have a lot of fans. No, uh, mm-hmm.
1: a lot of personality. Did, didn't
0: move the needle. Personality of like a dead moth. Um, that's all that matters. It's a weird thing. He did like he actually had a lot of personality, but I mean, he really played the heel and mm-hmm. it just didn't work for him. Cause he wasn't a funny heel. Mm, it's too bad. Just kind of, a—I mean, he admits it, but cringy mm-hmm. is the term most applied to him. <laughs> cringy. <laughs>
1: yeah. 2020, <laughs> you don't want to be called cringy no, by anybody. Not, not at all. Alone. Anybody in pop, you know, popular culture, you, know, you go viral. He's a cringy fella. No, I mean, okay.
0: Olympic gold medal. And, um, UFC belts and two weight glasses. He, he's done enough.
1: Yeah. So what, what 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 did he talk about as far as what he wants to do in the next life? Does he have that lined up or is he, uh, you know, just kind of, yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to see I what mean, happens
0: right out on my horse. Speculation that he might try boxing. What? Really? I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. why not? Like yeah. related but different.
1: Well, you know, that's one way to go about it because you you kind of bypass all the amateur shit, right? And you just yep. start getting paid straight up. Like. I figure that first fight, you want to try and, you know, before they find you out, try and make as much money as you can. Yep. So, I mean, as a
0: two-division champion, he's probably one of the least paid champions in the UFC. Mm -hmm. Go straight to boxing, you're going to, you know, make big money there. So, what does he weigh? um, He went between 125
1: and 135. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's a, I mean, boxing, that's a decent little... Decent little range of weight. You got some good fighters, fast yeah. hands, oh, still yeah. a little bit of power.
0: And uh, it'll be interesting. He can't lean on his number one skill set, which is the wrestling, but I think that's why he might do it just for a different challenge.
1: Mm.
0: He's conquered two sports so far. Why not mm. go for a third?
1: Hopefully, not go the way of. Uh, well, actually, I can't even say not go the way because because boy, uh, you know, Mr. Ireland over there, even though he got his ass whooped, he got
0: paid. Uh, that I'd say he held his own against, you know, uh, arguably best boxer of all time. He held his own in the sense that Floyd was on cruise
1: control and, and he knew exactly what he had to do to kind of keep the tiger over there, you know? <laughs> yep. Um, it was an interesting fight, I mean- even just from a you know, I appreciate both sports. I'm definitely more of the the boxing tactician than the MMA guy in terms of like, I can tell you what's going on, but from like the boxing point of view, like you knew that McGregor, um, had power and pop. Um, and you knew that if he hit him once, you know, he might be able to you know, maybe ring him a little bit.
0: Well, that was the intrigue in it. Yeah. Like, what if he lands that maybe. shot? Maybe. I mean, that's why people tune in, just for that chance. Just that but, chance, like,
1: okay. yeah. But Floyd is just I, – I had the chance – I don't know if I told you this. I had the chance I took my dad to see uh, Floyd fight Canelo Alvarez back no in the day way. in Vegas. Yeah, and even though we, we weren't at all close <laughs> because <laughs> I spent a grip on those tickets, money I didn't have. Oh, boy. Um But uh, but even from up in the cheap seats – the speed with which this man moved and the quickness in his footwork, and he just was like, it's like trying to hit, like trying to hit water. I mean, he just, you know, even if you try, even if you get a square shot, he'll find some way to just kind of matrix himself and avoid getting hit square. Which is why I think he said the only person, and the only person almost got him was uh, was Shane Mosley back in the day. They had a couple – they had a good fight, and Shane caught him, like, really flush, and Floyd almost, like, almost. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so McGregor, yeah. I mean, you know, he just – you know, you can walk him down all you want, but just a little sidestep here, a little shoulder roll there. Well, yeah.
0: And, yeah, Floyd is the best at not getting hit. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why he's had the career he has. Uh, like, you win a fight on offense. You have a career on, on defense in that right. sport. Right. You can only take so many shots, right? Uh, so if you want to keep fighting, limit the number you take. But uh, yeah, it, it was still fun to watch. Really
1: fun to watch. Yeah, I appreciate it. I think folks who didn't really maybe watch the sport were let down, but but the folks who also didn't watch either sport probably didn't <coughs> appreciate just the amount that was going on when they weren't throwing. Right. You know, just just the art of getting in position to throw is is goes beyond, I think most people when they watch uh, a fight, uh-huh. um, you know, the really good fighters, the really good ones who, you know, are constantly looking for those angles, constantly on the move, constantly getting their, you know, your range. And I mean, those are the ones who, you know, I really appreciate watching I mean Anyone can watch some folks go out there and slug. I mean, that has its own allure, but you know, the ones who are treating it like, you know, like chess, like that, that's are the ones who you could you could tell they can be doing other things other than fighting.
0: Absolutely. Um, and it was one of those fights. So, I mean, I've, I've seen thousands of fights by now and, mm. um, some, a lot of them, I can remember the fight itself. Mm-hmm. That one was one of a couple where I remember where I was watching the fight. Mm. Um, it, you know, so the big, big fights, um, also create just memorable moments in your life that, that one, I was at a basement house party with lots and lots <laughs> of good friends. And I mean, it's a super memorable experience. Um, the other one, similar nature, also Floyd, but Floyd versus Manny.
1: Mm, yeah, that was a good um, one.
0: That was one of my favorite that was viewing experiences of all time. Yeah. Um, went to a house party on the south side of Milwaukee. Um, and if, if you don't know, uh, Milwaukee is super, super segregated. So mm-hmm. it's uh, south side is all basically Hispanic. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the party I went to there was a backyard party viewing party and they projected the fight onto the side of the garage. They had a a white painted garage and a big projector and they were barbecuing and they had like, like a legit, uh, real life DJ with DJ equipment, Mm -hmm. just, uh, you know, pumping out tunes before and after the fights and pretty good time.
1: So what was your, so that was another fight where folks who maybe weren't, you know, into the sweet science might not have understood why that was you know, I watched that fight, and and it was it was fascinating. It really was. It was another one of those can you know can the big puncher track down the you know the, the wonderful boxer, I guess. And they both can box in different well, that, ways. Yeah. You know, they both are wonderful boxers. But Floyd, just Floyd, man, like people hate on him, but he fights each fight as he needs to, just to just to get out of there. Especially as he got a little older, and with those Manny fights, he knew that he can get hurt. <laughs> So it was really, right. again, one of those things of him trying to be elusive and him trying to use every ounce of his moxie and uh, just to not get dead. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> but, yeah, he's, he's before Floyd. He's an asshole, but he's a genius.
0: So that one, I mean, years in the making, Floyd Manny. Yeah. Um, tons of hype. A lot of people excited to see it. Um, but the one thing I'd say about McGregor uh, Floyd is it. Everything leading up to it almost transcended sport. Mm. I mean, it was in mm-hmm. pop culture everywhere. So yeah, I mean that yeah. uh, that was cool to see just the a different world of excitement about mm-hmm. something and uh the the people talking about it that aren't even fans of either sport. Yep. Uh, it was just out there in the zeitgeist and I don't know, for whatever I appreciate things like that. It's crossover. That was a hell of a crossover right uh, there.
1: Cause even and and even the element of MMA, UFC where you have, you know, the the folks who are hardcore, but I think with MMA, especially UFC, I mean, there's there's people who might not follow it, but will still watch, whereas I think in boxing, I think most people who watch it are generally folks who just watch boxing. You know, like yeah, I'm gonna watch boxing. And very few times you might have someone, oh, let me just check out this boxing match real quick. Right. Whereas I think yeah. with MMA it's just like yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Well, it's you know McGregor. I mean that that crossover aspect is definitely bigger, right. I and mean, maybe that speaks to the promotion of of uh, of uh, of Uncle What's His Face and um, and the whole UFC crew because I mean they. You know, from from jump, they've done a hell of a job with promotion and just, like, making sure that people know what UFC was and they're just a brand. And right. by having that one thing, that one UFC thing, that's where they're always going to be better than boxing, you know, because boxing, you got all the sanctioning bodies and you have each state being different. And, and UFC is just, you know, yeah, there's other, you know, Bellator and all that shit, but it's, it's not.
0: Well, the, um, the league is above the athletes. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the other sports leagues, that, that's the case as well. Of course, there's star athletes, but um, the league is what's enduring. And, um, it, you know, in boxing, uh, the entire sport rises and falls with its stars. Right. right. So there's no league. So Nothing's enduring there.
1: UFC did an interesting thing a couple years ago when they signed that deal with Reebok and they made, <laughs> you know, everyone kind of get rid of their, you know, right. pretty much <laughs> personalized stuff. And, and it's like, okay, y'all are all going to be... Reebok folk. It was an interesting way to take control, but then also do it under the guise of like, Hey, we're all going to eat a little bit more, you know, like even the ones who are just starting can have some cool Reebok shit, you know,
0: that one was, um, highly controversial. and I I had a lot of friends on, on both sides of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I had a lot of friends that were established and hated it. I mean, they, they lost a lot of money. Mm. Uh, so if you had been in the sport for a while, had great sponsors that have been backing you the whole time, um, you really did give up a lot of money cause the, the sponsorship money was a lot stronger than the, the purse that you were earning from USC and definitely stronger than what you got from Reebok. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I had guys coming into the sport that, you know, it, are really just dealing with that, the, the hard times. I mean, it's years of hardship before you make any money in that sport. Right. And, uh, and even if you're lucky enough to get sponsors, like you're hounding them for, you know, your thousand mm-hmm. dollar check after the fight. So, um, to just have the, the guaranteed money and not have to worry about the stress of securing sponsors and then trying to chase them down for your money, um, and not knowing better, not having a, a taste of, of what it could have been, uh, you know, in the big sponsorship dollars, mm-hmm. uh, they appreciated the deal more than, than the people that really experienced the other side of it. And, you know it had gotten a taste of what it's like for that big sponsorship money
1: it made me think a little bit about uh back when Allen Iverson was was coming up in the NBA and David Stern you know because of Allen's individuality and his you know the cornrows and, and tats and just all of his like style coming out David Stern put in the um uh the dress code for the NBA mm-hmm. so then everyone had to wear their their suit and their tie and and then from there, it's almost like it was a, it was an interesting path because for a long time they were very stringent about wearing <clears throat> excuse me wearing. Uh, you know, all the proper dress codes. Then all of a sudden folks started to take it a little further and a little further. And then they, the the personal style started creeping into a little more because in the beginning everyone was pulling, kicking, screaming, like, I don't want to wear a suit. You know, we're basketball players. all we got to wear a suit. Da, 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 da. Yep. Um, and so, and you have it to the point where now it, I don't, I mean, there is kind of a code, but not really. The dress code is more of who can dress the flyest almost you know and who can show up there wearing like the um, you know fresh cut suit straight from milan right it it gave
0: it almost gave players the platform to show off yeah and i don't know if it would have gotten that way eventually or you know yeah
1: maybe who knows who knows And that's what you know you got the ufc folk i mean they're able to do
0: they do both. Yeah. You have guys that show up in the flashiest suits and you have people uh, just coming in their sweats because mm. they don't care. Mm. Uh, and then you have people coming in, you know, like their version of streetwear. uh or, or then you got, you know, a cowboy and cowboy <laughs> hat, like you really run the gamut. So uh, maybe that's the way it would have went with the U.S. or yeah. Uh, NBA. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> so we're nearing... 30 minutes. I try to keep all these right around 30, no need to go, uh, any longer than that. We, uh, totally bypassed the topic I had in mind. You got uh, a topic? I, 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 Yeah. <laughs> so well, I was just going to make it about pets. Oh. So, um, uh, but I'm happy that we reminisced about fights. I mean, so really every episode is just reminiscing about things, mm-hmm. right? H- hence the, uh, the member berries. So, uh, n- not sure if you're a south park fan or not i've heard of it that's the reference there yeah i've heard of it and um yeah so so that worked out perfect reminisced about something which is all that matters (laughs) (laughs) cool all right well next time you hear the two of us probably going to be talking about motorcycles and and things like that on the for the ride podcast word till then All right. Well, that was episode three of the Member Bears podcast. Been having a great time. Maybe I'll do it again sometime. Maybe I won't. Stay tuned.